الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يذلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله وما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم عن إمران بن حسين رضي الله تعالى قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول ما بين خلق آدم إلى قيام الساعة أمر أكبر من الدجال رواه مسلم فبشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العبدة من لسان يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا معلمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed the ummah of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The ummah of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the only community that has the power to stand in front of something that is false. The Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the only community that can face any form of fitna, withstand that fitna. The greatest ni'mah is Iman. No community, no culture, no religion, no society can compete with the believers. Why? The simple reason is that because they lack in Iman. The greatest power is Iman. With, without Iman, Allahu Akbar Kabira, a person, an individual has nothing. Iman is asal. Iman is the basis of why an individual is living. That is why Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in the hadith that مَثَلُ الْحَيِّ That person who is alive and that person who is not alive, dead. The difference is, is of the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The person who does zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is alive. And the greatest zikr is La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. That is the greatest zikr. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned in the hadith the greatest fitna the world will ever experience is the fitna of the Dajjal. Nothing can be compared with the Dajjal Akbar. Many have been the Dajjal. Many have come and gone. But the title given to the Dajjal that is mentioned in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Ad-Dajjal al-Akbar. Here we have a hadith kitab where the title is given Ad-Dajjal al-Akbar. The biggest of the Dajjal, the father, the leader of all the Dajjalun, Kazabun, Dajjal al-Akbar. Nothing can compete with the fitna that Dajjal will present to the people at that time. Allahu Akbar. In the hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned from Adam alayhi salatu wa salam 
Through Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, every single prophet has warned their ummah, their community of the coming of Dajjal. The hadith which I read in khutbah is narrated by Hazrat Imran bin Hussain radiallahu ta'ala an. He says that, سَمِعْتُ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ يَقُولْ I heard from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke to us. This hadith is in the Muslim of Imam Muslim rahmatullah alayhi. He said that, مَا بَيْنَ خَلْكِ آدَمَ إِلَىٰ قِيَامِ السَّاعَةِ أَمْرٌ أَكْبَرَ مِنَ الدَّجَّالِ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said from the time of Adam alayhi salatu wa salam from the time when he was created until the day of Qiyamah, nothing will be more monstrous for insan than the coming of Dajjal. We talk about Dajjal, Allahu Akbar Kabira. We don't want to be there in the way of Dajjal, my respected brothers. Nothing of the sort. One cannot even experience or even picture who this man Dajjal might be. Subhanallah Allahu Akbar. in the hadith has instructed the Ummah. He has given us discipline. What are we to do when we hear this breaking news? The Jal is out. When you hear this news for the first time, the Jal is out. What are we to do? Again, Hazrat. Imran bin Hussain radiyallahu ta'ala an is the narrator of the hadith. He says, Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Man sami'a bid-dajjal When any one of you hears of Dajjal falyana' minhu Don't cross his path. Don't go close to him. But stay very, very far away from him. Don't feel confident that because you have Iman, you will be protected from the fitna of Dajjal. Of Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I said, For Allah, Allah's Prophet has taken custom and oath. Inna rajula la ya'tihi, a Muslim, a believer, will come to him, wa huwa yahsabu annahu mu'minun, and he will feel protected, thinking that I have Iman. Who is Dajjal? I have heard of Dajjal. The ulama have explained to us the story of Dajjal. He cannot harm me. وَهُوَ يَحْسَبُ أَنَّهُ مُؤْمِنٌ He will think he has Iman, he is a mu'min. فَيَتَّبِعُهُ But the glitter, the magic that Dajjal will present to him in front of him, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said that I fear that he might become part of that Dajjalic system. He might become the follower of Dajjal. Allahu Akbar. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us. The name says it all. Imam Muhammad Mahdi. Mahdi means the one who is guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From the word, Ihdina Sirat al-Mustaqeem. Ihdina Mahdiyun. And the name given to this individual, Ad-Dajjal al-Akbar, who will be a human being. He won't be a monster. Very much disfigured, very powerful short, strong, full of hair. But he will be a human being. In fact, the Jali Akbar will be a Jew. Who will he be? A Jew from the Jewish origins. In the Hadith, the Muhaddisin have mentioned that the Jal will be a Yahudi. Yahudi Nasal. 
like how Imam Mahdi will be Arabian Nasal, will be an Arab. Dajjal Akbar will be Yahudi. Allahu Akbar. Our Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said, when you hear of him, you turn away from him. The name given to him is Dajjal because in the Arabic language, Dajjala means to deceive someone. Kisi ko dhoka dena. Deception. Master of disguise will be Dajjal. Allahu Akbar. Dajjal, the greatest one. The greatest person who will deceive all sorts of people, everyone. That is why majority of the people, today we call the Jewish community an intellectual community that are holding everything when it comes to economy. But that will be the army, the backbone of the Jal, as mentioned by Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Our sallallahu alayhi wasallam has given us every detail of Dajjal, how he will look like. In fact, in the hadith of Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I said, no prophet has ever described Dajjal like how I, Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, has described Dajjal to you. So be very careful when he comes. Recognize him. Make sure you are firm, your Iman is strong when he comes. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Hazrat Ubadah bin Samit radiallahu ta'ala is the narrator of the hadith. He says, Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to us, the companions were sitting, Inni haddastukum anid dajjali hatta khashitu an la ta'akilu. I want to describe the jal to you to its minute detail. So there is no difficulty in recognizing him when he comes. This is Rahmat. This is Shafqat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Just imagine the ilm of sallallahu alayhi wasallam had. Physically describing everything of Dajjal. Absolutely everything of Dajjal. Our sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said, Anna Dajjala kaseerun. Thingna hoga. He will be very short. Afjahu ja'adun a'waru matmoosul ayni laysad. بِنَأْتِيَةٍ وَلَا حَجْرًا Our has said that the legs will be curved in. The legs of Dajjal will be curved in. The hair on his head will be very, very hard. Our has said that he will only see with one eye. Only with one eye. Ahmed Thompson has written a book in which he comes up with the idea what Dajjal is. A lot of people have different ideas of Dajjal, which in a way they might be right, but we cannot sort of take the literal meaning of describing Dajjal as what they have described. For an example, he has said that TV is Dajjal. TV, the screen, the one-eyed Dajjal. That is part of the Jalik system, but it is not the Dajjal that Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned. The Jal is someone who will come. The Jal is Yahudi Yunasan. The Jal will travel. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam has described the Jal in the hadith. 
It is a human being. Asallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that he will see with one eye, he will be blind with the other eye. Even the eye that is blind, that eye is described in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Asallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that I will be like a squashed grape. Like a squashed grape. That is how the second eye will be. Asallallahu alayhi wa sallam warns the ummah. فَإِنْ أُلْبِسَ عَلَيْكُمْ فَعْلَمُوا أَنَّ رَبَّكُمْ لَيْسَ بِأَعْوَرُ Even now if you are in doubt of the Dajjal, then remember your Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not a'war, he is not blind. The reason why Absalom had to say that is because in the early stages of Dajjal, Dajjal will claim to be a king first. Then slowly, he will say he is a prophet. And then finally he will say that he is God and everyone should worship him. He will force people to worship him. Allahu Akbar. That is just one sign of Dajjal. Another sign of Dajjal is mentioned in the hadith of Hazrat Abu Huraira Hazrat Abu Huraira radiyallahu ta'ala is the narrator Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ala uhaddisukum hadithan ad-dajjal ma haddasa bihi nabiyun qawmahu Asallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the companions Shall I tell you about such a thing which no prophet has spoken of regarding dajjal Innahu a'war He can only see with one eye, he is blind with the other eye The second main sign of Dajjal will be that he will put up a good act, he will put on these two ludicrous shows for people, two shows, two sessions. وَأَنَّهُ يَجِيءُ مَعَهُ بِمِثْلِ الْجَنَّةِ وَالنَّارِ فَالَّتِي يَقُولْ أَنَّهَا الْجَنَّةِ هِيَ النَّارِ وَإِنِّي أُنْزِرُكُمْ كَمَا أَنْذَرَ بِهِ نُوحٌ قَوْمَهُ رَوَاهُ الْبُخَارِ وَالْمُسْلِمِ Asallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said he will put up two shows for the people. One he will show Jannat and the other show will be of Jahannam. When he walks, people will see with him Jannat and Jahannam, the picture that will be given. And he will say to everyone, if you believe in me, Jannat is for you. If you don't believe me, I will throw you in this Jahannam. Asallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, if you are in the way of Dajjal and if you see Jahannam, the fire that Dajjal puts in front of you, if need be, jump into that fire because that fire will be Jannat. And the Jannat which he will show and display will be Jahannam. Two signs. And this is the main sign of Dajjal. When he walks, he will have with him Jannat and Jahannam. Jannat and Jahannam. This is the picture. And it is nothing too hard for us to believe in the time that we are living in, my respected brothers. Today, we have TV, we can see even mobile phones now. You can talk with someone and you can even see that person who you are talking with. Fly with Emirates and every seat will have a miniature TV there. If insan can do that, technology, 
What about the power of Dajjal, the greatest magician which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him power? It is mentioned in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Another clear sign of Dajjal, the most clear, his identity will be as sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in one hadith. It is narrated in a way that in between the two eyes, three Arabic letters will be printed. In between the two eyes. You will have a gap in between the two eyes. In another hadith, Aab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that it is printed on the forehead of the jal. Three Arabic letters. Kaf, Fe, and Re. The muhaddisin have mentioned every literate and illiterate person will have the power to read the three Arabic words Kaf, Fe, Re that will be his identity the seal of Kufr the seal of Kufr when he walks he will have that sign the seal of Kufr like how the Jews in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam in Madinatul Munawwara when Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam made Hijrah all the Jews were desperate to see the physique of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Because in the Torah, the Kitab revealed to Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wasallam, the entire description of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was there. One of the descriptions given in Torah was with regards to Mahre Nabuwat, the seal of prophethood. The seal of prophethood. And that was in between the two shoulders of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam at the back. That was the ma'jiza of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, which was written in the Arabic way of Muhammad Rasulullah, which is known as Ma're Nabuwat, the seal of prophethood. Hazrat Sa'ib bin Yazid radiallahu ta'ala an, a young companion, at that time he was only nine years of age. He is the narrator of the hadith. He says that one day my auntie took me to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. She said to Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam that this is my nephew and he is always ill. He is always ill. O Prophet of Allah, make dua for him that Allah cures him. Shifa dine wala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Cure comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is what Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam has mentioned in the Quran. وَإِذَا مَرِزْتُ فَهُوَ يَشْفِينِي When I am ill, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives me shifa. The dua is something else. Shifa comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Aab sallallahu alayhi wasallam, a nine-year-old boy with great love, brushed his auspicious hand on the head of Hazrat Sa'ib bin Yazid radiallahu ta'ala al Sahib was nine as mentioned and he says that Aab sallallahu alayhi wasallam told the companion bring one bowl of water for me and I will make wuzu. Aab sallallahu alayhi wasallam made wuzu and the water with which, with which the body parts were washed was collected by the companions and Aab sallallahu alayhi wasallam told Hazrat Sahib bin Yazid to drink that water when Hazrat Sa'id bin Yazid radiallahu ta'ala drank from that water, he said that I was cured instantly. Hazrat Sa'id bin Yazid. 
But to follow on with that hadith, in that hadith, which is mentioned in the Shamail of Imam Tirmizi, Rahmatullah alayhi, Hazrat Sa'i bin Yazid radiallahu ta'ala says that I was only nine years of age and I saw the back part of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he had a chadar on. I could see clearly the mohar, the seal of prophethood, which was written as Muhammad Rasulullah. So the seal of prophethood with Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam was something different. And the seal that was given to the Dajjal is known as the seal of Kufr. Every single individual will recognize him. And that is what Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, recognize him. Recognize that, look at the forehead, Kafi and Re, and stay away from him. Allahu Akbar. He will only remain in this world for only 40 days. But the havoc, the mischief in that 40 days, he will travel the whole world, each and every city he will visit, even Leicester, he will come everywhere, Allah Akbar. When we look at the history, Islamic history, Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and Khilafat, 10 years, 10 years, and how hard Hazrat Umar Farooq worked. We are to compare how the Jal will be in 40 days. He will travel everywhere. He will visit every country and every city. Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala, from the first day of Khilafat given to him, he lived in Madinatul Munawwara at that time. The historians have said that it, on, an every, on every day for 10 years, Muslims conquered 274 square miles of land and Hazrat Umar Farooq would annex that to Madinatul Munawwara. Every day, 274 square miles of land for 10 years on average. No one can be compared with Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. In 10 years, the historians have said, Hazrat Umar Farooq conquered 36,000 cities and towns. 36,000 cities and towns. Where are we, my respected brothers? How much effort have we done? He built himself with his own money 4,000 masajid. 4,000 masajid. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah alazim sitting in Madinatul Munawwara. In fact, when Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam performed his Hajj, with Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there were 125,000 companions. From the demise of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, 25 years after the demise of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Islam, Allahu Akbar, the banner of Islam in one direction was from Arabia, to Spain, and in the other direction from Sindh to Samarkand, Sindh to Samarkand. And if you look at the history books, I was looking at it today with the olden maps that are there. Alexander the Great, it took him hundred years to conquer all that area. 
as if Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and conquered everything within only 10 years. From Sindh to Samarkand, from Arabia to Spain. Subhanallah al Only after 25 years from the demise of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And then came the Mongols in the leadership of Jahangir Khan, the ruthless person, with one thing in mind. We cannot even compare the crusaders with Jahangir Khan and his army, the Mongols. Again on the subject of Yajuj and Majuj, where will they come from, inshallah, after the discussion of the Jalakbar, we will go on to Gog and Magog, uh, Yajuj and Majuj, where they are. The Mongols came with one thing in mind, to wipe out Islam, and they were successful. They attacked every single Islamic city. They attacked Baghdad. Baghdad has always been there, forefront. They attacked Baghdad for 40 days. Every single Muslim Iraqi at that time was killed. All the Muslim libraries were burnt. Anyone who was alive was treated worse than an animal slave. Worse than that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Hakim. The same Mongols who came out from Mongolia to dis destroy Islam and they were successful. They destroyed the whole of Islam, Islamic civilization at that time. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them hidayat and every single one of them embraced Islam. And they were the same people again who conquered all the different parts and annexed it to the Islamic Empire, making Tawbah and Istighfar of what they did. That is the hikmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allahu Akbar. What we think, what we see, something different. Tribulation, we have good days and then we have bad days. Again when the jar will come, that will be a difficult moment. Then Yajuj, Majuj will come, that will be a difficult moment. But after Yajuj and Majuj, Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will remain in this world for 40 years. And at that time not a single kafir, everywhere in the world will only be Muslims. Everyone will be Muslim. So that is the good day that we are looking forward to. But before that, the Jal and Yajuj and Majuj comes. But we have to make sure that we stay united in a group in a group. We have no power, no capacity to attack any one of them individually. In the hadith it comes up, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned the strongest person at that time of Iman will be that person who will be a Madani from Madinatul Munawwara. The Jal will have the power in 40 days to make a visit everywhere except for Makkah Mukarramah and Madinatul Munawwara. Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha narrates a hadith. She says that at that time in Madinatul Munawwara there will be seven entrances by which one could enter Madinatul Munawwara. Seven entrances. I don't know if how many entrances they are right now. But in the hadith it is mentioned seven entrances. When the Jal will camp behind the outskirts of Madinatul Munawwara at every entrance. Aisha says that there will be two angels protecting and guarding the gates at that time entrance. 
when he will be camping outside Madinatul Munawwara, all the Munafik that will be even in Madinatul Munawwara, Arabian Peninsula at that time will join Dajjal, will join him when they see him. But one from the believer will go to Dajjal. All of the Kuffar will be there with Dajjal and this believer will go and stand in front of Dajjal. And he will say, I testify that you are the same Dajjal which Prophet wasallam had mentioned in the hadith, you are a kafir. Dajjal will look at him and will laugh. He will have a massive army, massive army, all outside. And the final battle that will take place will be in Sham, all this area. Syria, Baytul Muqaddas, Jerusalem, where we have Tel, Tel Aviv, <coughs> all that area. That, that is the final battle. That man will go, that believer, in the Hadith Wasallam has given glad tidings that he will have the highest degree of Iman at that time. He will stand in front of Dajjal and he will say, you have no power over me. Dajjal will laugh at him and he will take out something to the effect we can describe as a sword. And he will say to the people, if I slay him, one side will fall on the left and the other on the right hand side. And I will make him alive again. I will put ruh inside him. Will you believe me? All the kuffar, the army will say, we will believe you. We do believe you. And again, subhanallah, he will slay the mu'min. One part will fall on the left hand side, the other on the other side. And then again, the power will be given to him. He will be a magician. That mu'min will become alive again. After that, the, the believer, the mu'min will say to him, Now, the level of iman has increased. This is what exactly Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam had mentioned in the hadith. Now you don't have power to kill me for the second time. And the Jal will try again to kill him, but he will not be successful. But he is the only person mentioned in the hadith who will have a very, very high degree of iman. But for the general public, the Nestorians, for people that are here, our duty is when we hear of the Jal, we are not to go to his direction. We are to go to the opposite direction, looking for Imam al-Mahdi, and might as well join him. Even Imam al-Mahdi, he knows what will happen exactly. He is a Buzruk, he is a Wali. Inspiration will come to him in the heart. He will take the Muslim forces towards Sham. The final battle takes place in Syria. And Syria is also known as Mahshar, where everyone will be accounted for. All the actions. Hazrat Imam Mahdi will be in the masjid. All the believers will be on one side. The Jal will, Allah Akbar, put a siege in that entire area, covering the Muslims from all four sides. Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will come down. After performing salah, the Jal will not know that Isa alayhi salatu wasalam has come. After performing salah, everyone will fear the Jal, the power that he will have, a massive army. Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will say, open the door of the masjid, 
de İsa aleyhissalatu vesselam will be there in front from the inside part of the masjid and right in front of him will be Dajjal. When Dajjal sees Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam, he will start to run, he will start to run. Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam will chase him. It is said in, in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, like how salt dissolves in water, that is how he will melt away. Allahu Akbar, disintegrates. Khatam ho jayega. It is said in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will kill him at the point of maqame lud. Maqame lud. Maqame lud is known as, I think, Lida now. And maqame lud today is in Tel Aviv, where the international airport of Tel Aviv is. That is where maqame lud is. And that is the point where Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam will come and he will kill Dajjal. Great, great fitna. On the subject of Dajjal, has anyone seen Dajjal? One companion in the hadith is mentioned, whose name is Hazrat Tamime Dari radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Tamime Dari radiallahu ta'ala was a Christian aslama he embraced Islam. He is the first one to put a chandelier in Masjid Nabwi. The first one to put chandelier in Masjid. Hazrat Tamim Dari radiallahu ta'ala. He surprised Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by beautifying the masjid. A lot of the people say, oh, Masjid Umar, too flashy. True? Flashy. But the old homes are flashy. That is not Fuzul Khatsi. But the house of Allah becomes flashy. Beautiful cars are not flashy. But Masjid Umar is flashy. The 40,000 pound extension kitchen in the house is not flashy. But Masjid Umar is flashy. Three cars are not flashy. But Masjid Umar is flashy. The four minarets are flashy. The beautiful roof is not flashy. Allah Akbar Kabir. Subhanallah Ilazim. I was, I was thinking, it's, it's all corrupted. When you look at Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala and how he worked hard to beautify Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Tamim Adari gave a supply to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Beautiful lamp chandelier was there. Hazrat sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, who put the chandelier? Hazrat Tamim Adari thought, Hazrat sallallahu alayhi wa sallam might get angry and he looked down and see how smooth. Allah said to him, O Tamim, if I had daughters available, vacant, all the daughters of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam were married, two were given to Hazrat Asman, one to Hazrat Ali, one died very early, four daughters. Hazrat Tamim Adari was there, Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him, Tamim, I am so happy for you beautifying the masjid, masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If I had a daughter, I would marry my daughter to you right now. Subhanallah alayhi Kitne bare sahabi How powerful his position must be. And he was a Christian, who aslama, and he embraced Islam. So in the hadith, Hazrat Fatima bin Tiqas, 
is the narrator of the hadith. She says that Rasulullah alayhi wasallam told all the companions together in the masjid. He performed salat. After performing salat, Rasulullah alayhi wasallam had an asa. He sat on the mimbar. Wahuwa yazhak. And Rasulullah alayhi wasallam was smiling. فَقَالَ الْيَرْزَمْ كُلُّ إِنسَانٍ مُسَلَّهُ All the companions must be seated. Nobody should go out from the masjid. Rasulullah alayhi wasallam said to the companions, هَلْ تَدْرُونَ لِمَا جَمَعَتَكُمْ قَالُوا اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ عَالَمْ Do you know why I have assembled all of you here in masjid? In the masjid, the companion says, Allah and His Messenger know best. قَالَ إِنِّي وَاللَّهِ مَا جَمَعَتُكُمْ لِرَغْبَةٍ for jihad وَلَكِنْ جَمَعَتُكُمْ لِأَنَّ تَمِيمَ الدَّارِ كَانَ رَجُلًا نَصْرَانِيًا I have only gathered you because here you see تَمِيمَ الدَّارِ كَانَ رَجُلًا نَصْرَانِيًا He was a Christian فَجَاءَ and he came to me وَأَسْلَمَ and he became a Muslim and he has got something to tell me Why did he become a Muslim? What has he got to say to me? And Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam was smiling وَحَدَّثَنِي حَدِيثًا and he spoke to me, وَافَقَ الَّذِي كُنْتُ أُحَدِّسُكُمْ بِهِ عَنِ الْمَسِيحِ الدَّجَّالِ Which confirms to what I have related to you regarding Dajjal. Hazrat Tamim Adari is saying, حَدَّثَنِي أَنَّهُ رَكِبَ فِي سَفِينَةٍ He boarded a ship for sea voyage, بَحْرِيَّةً مَعَ ثَلَاثِينَ رَجُلًا With 30 people on board from the tribe of Lacham and Juzam. فَلَعِبَ بِهُمُ الْمَوْجُ شَهْرًا فِي الْبَحْرِ They faced a strong storm for one month. And because of that strong storm, that strong, strong storm pushed them out from their destination and they came to this remote island, remote island. Jazira, And they, when they entered that island, whom they saw something that resembled to an animal in front of them. كَثِيرُ الشَّعْرِ Full of hair لَا يَدْرُونَ مَا قُبُلُهُ مِن دُبُورِهِ They did not know what was the front part and what was the back part of that animal. And the companion said to him, قَالُوا وَيْلَكِ مَا أَنْتِ Who are you? What are you? قَالَتْ أَنَا الْجَسَّاسَ And he said that I am the spy of the Dajjal. إِنْ تَلِقُوا إِلَى هَذَا الرَّجُلْ فِي الدَّيْرِ فَإِنَّهُ إِلَى خَبَرِكُمْ بِالْأَشْوَاقِ I am a spy for Dajjal, enter this temple, there is a man waiting for you. Eagerly, he is waiting for you. قَالَ لَمَّا سُنَّتْ لَنَا رَجُلًا فَرَقْنَا مِنْهَا أَن تَكُونَ شَيْطَانًا When that, that Jasasa spoke to us, we feared that maybe inside the temple there is a jinnat, a shaitan waiting for us. We feared but we had no choice, we were on the island. فَانْتَلَقْنَا سِرَاعًا We entered the temple, حَتَّى دَخَلْنَا الدَّيْرِ And we saw inside the temple, someone who we had never seen before. They saw a mighty strong bodied man. Never saw such a man before. His hands were tied to the neck and his left leg from knee to ankle were tied up with strong iron chains. And the companion said to that person, who are you? And that person replied, you must be knowing at least something about me. You must be knowing at least something about me. Tell me who you are. He is asking the companions, tell me who you are. The companions spoke to him and they said that, نَحْنُ أُنَاسٌ مِنَ الْعَرَبِ We are people from Arabia. And he said, Hazrat Tamim Dari spoke to him, gave him the full information, why they came, how they got there. 
and then the jal that was the jal by the way and he started to speak with hazrat tamim adari radiyallahu ta'ala he said akhbiruni an nakhli bistan hal tusmiru tell me are there still dates on the trees of bisat are there still dates on the trees of bisat bisat is a city in syria and the companion says naam there are still dates on the trees of Bisat. And he said that a time will come that there will be no dates. The second question put, put forward was that, is there still water in the river of Tabariya? And the companion said, yes, there is a lot of water in the river of Tabariya. He said, a time will come when there will be no water in the river of Tabariya, that is in Iraq. And then the Jal said to them, what is, is there still, he spoke to them regarding the water in the springs of Zumar, Zumar again is in Syria and is water used by the farmers from the springs of Zumar the companion says yes there is still water in Zumar and the farmers still use that water and then after that the Jal spoke to Hazrat Tamim Dari and the, and the 30 people that were there he said that Akhbiruni an Nabiyyil Ummiyin tell me of the unlettered prophet has he come to Makkah Mukarramah? Has he been born? If he has been born, Kadharaja min Makkah wanazala Yasrib, has he migrated to Yasrib? Yasrib is the old name of Medina to Munawwara. Hazrat Tamim Dari radiallahu ta'ala said to the Jal that Naam, he has migrated to Medina to Munawwara. And he says, Aqatalahul Arab, has the Arab opposed him, fought with him, Kulna Naam, they said yes, they fought with him. What is the condition now? Hazrat Tamim Dari radiallahu ta'ala said that slowly the Arabs have accepted him and they are following him. The Jal at that time said to Hazrat Tamim Dari and the Jama'at that was with him that it is fair for them to follow Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ata'uhu أَمَّا إِنَّ ذَٰلِكَ خَيْرٌ لَهُمَ يُتِيهُهُ وَإِنِّي مُخْبِرُكُمْ عَنِّي in the hadith now he is saying to the to the jamaat that was there now i shall tell you who i am ana al masihud dajjal i am masihud dajjal he is in a remote island somewhere wa inni yushiku an yu'zana li min al khuruj fakhruj and i am waiting when permission will be given to me to come out from this island fa asiru fil ard i will travel everywhere fala ad'u qaryatan i will not leave even one city behind illa habbatuha i will enter every single city and village fi arba'ina laylatan in 40 nights ghayra makkata wa tayyiba except for makkah muharramah and tayyiba tayyiba is the name of madinatul munawwara muharramatani alayya allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made that haram on me kullama aradtu an adkhula wahidan minhuma every time i try to enter there will be two angels there with a sword pointing it at me i will have no power to enter makkah muqarrama and madinatul munawwara at that time Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam had an asa in his hand and he was striking it on the mimba three times and he said to the companions, did I not give you the same information well before Tamim Dari had to speak to you? All the companions said, naam, naam, naam. Did I not say to you of the coming of the Jal? Did I not describe to you of what the Jal looks like, like exactly what Hazrat Tamim Dari spoke of? All the companions said, yes. 
in the hadith here sallallahu alayhi wasallam says hazihi tayyiba look this is madina hazihi tayyiba hazihi tayyiba this is madinatul munawwara in which even the jal will not have power to enter sallallahu alayhi wasallam then gave specification where that island will be he says allah innahu fi bahri sham awil aw bahri al-yaman la bal min qibal al-mashriq ma huwa aw ma abiyadihi ila al-mashriq rawahu muslim sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that this island is near the syrian sea syrian sea sea of yaman pointing towards the east in another hadith of sallallahu alayhi wasallam said when the jal comes he will come out from khurasan allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said the fitna of the jal will be very very powerful one of the prescription given to us so that we are saved from the fitna of the jal is to read suratul kahf every individual should have that habit at least on a friday on regular basis to read the entire surat suratul kahf and inshallah ta'ala he will be protected from the fitna of masihud dajjal allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin inshallah next week we can talk on the subject of yajuj and majuj اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الامي وعلى اله وصحبه تسليما لا اله الا انت سبحانك اننا كنا من الظالمين اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه في الدنيا والاخره اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك عبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك عبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وانت المستعان وليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله سمعنا واطعنا غفرانك ربنا واليك المصير برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين